Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined with one of M Challenge's first top 10 finalists. We have Tom Sirton. Tom, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for uh, having me. Mate, I'm excited to spend a little bit of time chatting to you about your experience with the M Challenge. And this is this is for two reasons. One is because you are one of our first top 10 finalists. Number two is because you are actually a repeat top 10 finalist. And a cheeky number three is that I finally get to catch up with you, Tom, because we met a number of years ago. And I'm excited to chat with you about what, is, what has life been like over the past, past couple of years. But look, Tom, first question here. Just a couple of days ago, you found out that you made the top 10 in the M challenge. What has the past couple of days been like for you? Um, it's been, uh, you know, it's a bit overwhelming, um, you know, making it again. It's, um, and then, yeah, like just trying my best to um, just retain my results. You know, I get to a point, and this is where I've learned a lot through the challenges. Um, you know, you get to a point where you're really happy with your progress, but then the hard work begins in, um, trying to you know maintain that and by you know previous challenges you know I get there and I think wow this is really good but then you know it doesn't take long before you fall off the wagon again and you're back into it so this time around um you know since learning so much through the challenges um I've been able to you know um implement you know those strategies and um it's been really good like um having you know, I've actually mentioned it to my wife the other day saying, listen, look, look, you know, I feel really good. It's been, what's it been now? About five weeks, six weeks. And, you know, I've maintained my weight for that long. Um, and that's, you know, a first for me again. So, um, yeah, besides all that, it's just been um, great, you know, um, yeah, getting to that level again. Yeah, I hear you. And I think you've really highlighted a common uh, challenge that, all of our challenges face, um, not only those that make the, the top 10, not only those that get these amazing results like you have, every single challenger experiences this where we go through a process either six weeks or 12 weeks of really dedicated training, nutrition towards a goal, towards a deadline. And once we meet that deadline, we've you know trained our ass off, we've, we've been doing all the good things with nutrition. And then once it's over, we kind of like, well, what now? And maybe we don't train as, as hard because there's not a, a, a finish line at the end, or maybe we're like, oh, maybe we will have a, a drink here or a chocolate bar there or whatever. And then, you know, slowly over the course of maybe a week, a month, a year, two years, um, we slowly revert back to more uh, relaxed behaviors, which may be part of your story, right? Where you've gotten the top 10 in the past, maybe had some challenges maintaining it, uh, didn't really know what, what to, to aim for in between, didn't really have competitions or anything to do. And then now we're back. So, um, Tom, do you want to tell us a little bit uh, about yourself? Um, maybe, maybe what you do for work, where you're from, and and who is Tom? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm from Saratan. Um, my name uh, resembles my um, my background. Um, my uh, I'm part Indonesian and part uh, Papua New Guinea Islander. Um, I'm originally from Darwin, Northern Territory. And I moved down to uh, Geelong. Um, it's my seventh year now, almost seven years. Um, I am a air conditioning and refrigeration technician. Um, and 
Yeah, so when I came to uh, Victoria, I uh, got a job with a, a company that contracts to um, some of the big department stores. And I think that was a big part of my undoing. <laughs> um, as in, you know, these department stores have a the food court <laughs> close by and, um, you know, I'd walk past and see all that yummy, you know, um, you know slightly unhealthy food um, and that would be my lunch and you know a year or two in I just see my weight just going crazy um, and my wife sort of hinted me she goes maybe I should pack your lunch and I'm like no, no no it's all good I know what I'm doing I'm moving so much I'm really busy um, and of course as we learn through the um, challenge and that that you know it's what you eat makes a big difference and um, yeah so I ballooned right up to um, uh, 106 kilos. And, you know, I was always a bigger guy. I played rugby growing up. And, you know, I, this is a, you know, a highlight for me. You know, oh, at 16, I was 85 kilos and I was pretty fit. You know, I'd run around at that weight and I said, okay, you know, this is a fit weight for me. Um, but learning through this, all these challenges I've done that, you know, I've gotten down to a weight. Yeah, 76 kilos my lightest ever reached and looking back at it now you know it's like okay you know for a body composition for me to look well and be fairly healthy like to attain abs I had to be this weight um so that was you know huge to um look at um but you know so looking back at it now um you know I got to that weight and went geez I just got really unhealthy you know unhealthy and unhappy with myself uh and I just needed a you know, a strategy to, um, to, you know, to get out of this sort of hole that I dug. Um, so that led me to the challenge. Um, I had a few friends, uh, brother-in-law and my workmate, they'd both done the challenge. And, you know, we just chatting about fitness and they, uh, both of them had mentioned it to me and shown me their results. And I'm going, wow, you know, all right, what is this thing? And um, so they led me to the challenge and I looked it up. Uh, January, 2019, I went, all right, I'm doing that. And prior to that, I'd never, ever uh, focused on nutrition. Um, and then, yeah, so we had that meetup. And that's where I met you the first time up at uh, the Thousand Steps. Thousand Steps, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I remember you walking, uh, talking to me up the hill and I could barely breathe. And you're asking me these questions. I'm going, come on, Steve, let's get to the top. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so unfit, you know, and um, that was really good, you know, meeting you guys and, uh yeah, it was really nice. My family was there. And um, yeah, so that was the beginning of it all. And, you know, I did the first challenge and I dropped a bunch of weight and felt really good about this. And, you know, I was walking around, you know, um, you know, feeling a lot better and getting, you know, compliments. And I thought, I've got a lot more in the tank, you know, let's keep going. <laughs> um, because I sort of, yes, I dropped a lot of weight, but uh, going from 106 kilos, you know, down to, um, you know, 90 too odd um i was you know still carrying a bit of weight and um i wanted just to see where i could go with this and uh, so yeah that just led me to you know re uh, repeating a few challenges um and yeah getting to a point um where i finally made the top 10 and that was the first time in my life that i ever saw you know a six-pack and it was unbelievable you know to ever see the results um of uh, all the hard work that you put in and um that's why, yeah, I look back at it now and, you know, I'm over, over grateful for what the challenge has done, you know, um, 
you know, that's sort of what led me to the, uh, this journey. And as we know, it's a lifelong journey, as, as I've learned <laughs> along the way. Um, and yeah, so where we are now. No, I love that. That's beautiful. Now, just quickly tell us, your first challenge was in 2019 and you made the top 10 in 2021, was it? 2020? Uh, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've done so many. I sort of forget yeah. The, uh, yeah, the dates now. Um, it was my fourth challenge. Yeah. So yep. I think it was 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah around there yeah i just wanted to reiterate to those listening where uh you know i think tom you're a really great example of that long-term commitment to something where often within the challenge we're really highlighting you know the 12 weeks or the six weeks look at what you can do in these 12 weeks look what you do in the six weeks but we often forget that there's a, a culmination of all this time learning to get to that position where you can get results in that time window where for yourself, you know, it was maybe your fourth challenge of learning and practicing and getting better at training and nutrition and the behaviors around fitness and all these things. So that in that fourth challenge of yours, you were able to get that really amazing result that you did. Um, and then can you tell us a little bit of a story about what may have happened after that? So let's say you got in the top 10 in 2020, what happened between 2020 and then 2020? To this this challenge, this July challenge, this first ever M challenge. Um, what made you come and join us again for this uh, July challenge? Um, to be honest, like you said, you know, when you finish the challenge, you're like, okay, I'm good now. I, I mean, I can do this, and you know, I you know I kept up my training the whole time, and um, it, you know, you start to let slip in your nutrition. Um, I suppose you could call it a bulk phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that was my excuse, but yeah the more you sort of start to not think about it um the more things slip and you know like i said i was training hard and you put on some body fat which always helps towards my strength i suppose you know i start lifting a bit heavier and that but you know i just use the challenge as um um you know like a platform for me to get back into um you know eating cleaner and um you know cleaner <laughs> highlighted but um yeah just counting calories and being aware and um um uh, the challenge for me is um something that keeps me um disciplined i suppose like i've I've tried to do it on my own like okay you know just all right watch your nutrition but before you know it, you know who cares <laughs> but um that's what led me to the challenge again because i know when i'm doing it it just keeps me compliant um being part of you know like a group thing and um knowing there's you know um you know, like an end, not an end, but, you know, an end to the challenge where you've got a deadline, you know, and something to work towards. Um, and prior to winning the top 10, you know, I've done other challenges, um, but, you know, not going as hard. So just sort of maintaining, I get to a level, like I had a wedding in May, so I did a challenge prior to that. And just to get me to a level where I felt, you know, nice again. And um, but like, you know, I sort of, would come out of that and then before you know it like if you're not aware of what you're doing it doesn't especially me like that uh saying goes you know um a moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips <laughs> it doesn't take me long at all i've got that body tight where i just look at food and bang it's you know weights back on so you know um leading up to this challenge again um i just i knew that i had to do another one just to get to me get me to another level um and yeah it did that um I, i've got there now to 
Uh, actually, I saw a lighter weight than I did for the uh, my previous top ten. Um, I know weight isn't everything, but you know, I I needed to sort of reach these numbers. I think to just to see where it's at, and um, yeah, that was my uh, excuse to do it again. And um, yeah, just do my best. Um, I really feel like all right, now you've got it, Tom. You know, you can go out there and <laughs> like you know just focus on doing this without having to um you know make a big deal about it and um yeah so uh that's where i'm at <laughs> yeah no that that's beautiful and it does sound like you've come a long way since uh walking the thousand steps in in 2019 but look tom i i just wanted to i wanted to say that um you know you've got this amazing result now you've successfully maintained your body weight and maintained some of your results over the past you know a couple of weeks of since the challenge has concluded, have you thought about where to from here? Um, you know, are you going to continue doing challenges um, or do you want to kind of go into other areas of fitness, maybe some other competitions like let's say physique shows or, or strength competitions where, you know, it's a similar idea. You've got a deadline, you've got a competition, it's something to enter towards. Uh, what, what's the kind of plan for the future for Tom? Um, I've toyed with both those ideas. <laughs> I would love to get on stage one day, Steve. Uh, it's a, um, I think it would become a, a bucket list. <laughs> I think <laughs> I would love to tick off. Um, you know, not a spring chicken anymore. <laughs> um, uh, 46 now, nearly 47. Um, and this is the fittest I've ever been in my life. Um, you know, I know they've got master competitions and stuff. And listen, you know, I'd really love to do it and, um, you know, maybe next year um, could, you know, would consider it with the uh, powerlifting, um, you know, I've got a bit of strength. I've, uh, <laughs> you know, I get some comments on, you know, what I do in the gym and that and um, same thing, you know, I'd love to get on there, but I, I know that when I do go heavy for, you know, while things start to hurt <laughs> and I've really got to balance that with work. Um, I love, I love being in the gym now. It's my, um, it's my thing, you know, I, I, I don't, I train six days a week and I, if I could, I'd do seven. Um, but I think, you know, just going into competition in the next level, um, especially with powerlifting, you know, just the focus and, you know, the amount of um, hard work you got to put yourself through. Um, it's just yeah, not in the, um, uh, what would you call it? I don't think I could achieve that. You know, I think, uh, trying to just spare, you know, space my time out amongst all those things. But I think um, a figure competition <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day could be, uh, could be on the list. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's exciting. I'll, I'll be there. That's, that's awesome. Look, <laughs> firstly, I just want to say no, no pressure, right? What I'm about to say is no pressure for you to go and do anything that you don't want to do. First thing I want to say is that if you think you can't, well, then you're right. Yeah. So if you think that it's too much, it is. Um, the second thing I just want to say is that often we put things up on a pedestal saying, oh, if I go do this bodybuilding show or if I go do this endurance event, you know, marathon, triathlon, whatever, I go do this strength event, you know, powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting, whatever it is, we often put it up on pedestals for tomorrow saying like, oh, well, not until I can, uh, I don't know, deadlift 250 kilos will I think about a powerlifting event or not till I have a ridiculously divined six pack and quad separation will I think about a physique show when if you do go to some of these local events um, that, that I've been to and competed at, you'll find that the the standard is quite mid-range, meaning that many, many of those who get in our top 10 in the challenge 
would win these competitions, these bodybuilding shows, you included, Tom. Um, so the first thing I want to say to you and anybody listening is that if you're thinking about this, just go and uh, observe a show. Like there's there's many going around, especially at this time of year that we're recording this um, in, in November. Um, you know, it's called season B, October, November. There's many shows. You can just go and pay, you know, 10 bucks, go in and watch what the the, the caliber is like. Um, and then the next season is season A, which is oh, from memory, like April or so. Um, and same thing, just go, go to the events, watch a show, see what the, the, the competition is like. And you may find that, hey, I, I, I can look like that guy. I can look at look at that guy. I, I'm, I'm fitter than him and such. Same with like powerlifting. You might go to events and be like, wow, they're, they're, I, I warm up with that weight, right? So, um, and, and that's not to shoot down any other com- competitors out there, but I think sometimes we uh, don't think that we are competitive until we reach a certain point. Um, but I'm here to say that you are competitive at any stage that you are. And many people go into these competitions not to let's say win or to dominate or anything like that they go there for the uh you know the enjoyment of it coach nick is a great example of it where um she knows that the other women that she's up against in her competition uh just a whole nother level of beyond what we can think about right but she goes there she loves it she loves to compete she loves to uh, do the whole event and have the deadline of the competition um does she go there to win no she goes there for the experience and that's Again, I want to highlight, I'm not telling you that you need to do anything that you don't want to do, but number two, you may find that you are the perfect, uh, you know, example of someone who could step up on the stage and do a really, 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 with lots of reallys in there, really good job um, and probably win, my friend. Wow. That's uh, that's awesome to hear, Steve. Um, yeah, listen, like it is, you know, both these things I really, I really did consider. And I just find the issue with me um, and probably a lot of people is, you know, you just want to do your best and you see what these guys do and you're like, wow, you know, and when I do stuff like that, I just become so focused on it yeah. that I forget about other things, I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> other things that really matter to me in life. Um, you know, so that. yeah. Um, listen, I, yeah, I'm not knocking any of it. And mm. I, I went to a bodybuilding show a few years ago, just a little, uh, one in uh, Bendigo mm. and yeah, I'm standing there just mesmerized going, wow, you know, like, look at that. Like, yeah. you know, it's a dream. And I, Listen, I'm not, uh, you know, crossing it off the list. That'll be, you know, I, I've, i really, I'm on leave at the moment, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I've got a lot of stuff in my mind and stuff, but it's, it's there, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorting all these things out that you're not getting away from me. <laughs> that, that thing that I'm really, you know, would love to, uh, like I say, get on the stage. And um, yeah, you know, that's uh, interesting. I, I've been, um, I follow. Um, it's ICC, um, mm-hmm. uh, Victoria you know, on Instagram, and you know, you see a few of their posts, but of course, they're going to post all their best looking ones, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Wow, look, look at that. So, and I've seen um, a few dates, and yeah, um, yeah, the closer they get to me, you know, I'd love to yeah, start getting to a few more shows just to look yeah. at. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, your advice is great, Steve. I like, I know, um, yeah, you know, these there are uh, different stages of them and i'd be definitely looking for one of the low level ones <laughs> <to start with. laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah um and look like i think you highlighted right at the start where it's it's it really comes down to values right so just like you know competing in bodybuilding or powerlifting or any sport or heck even the challenge you get out what you put in where if you want to do really well in the challenge you will need to make some sacrifices uh, around lifestyle um, and, and events and things. And sometimes, you know, that pushes away other values. Like let's say 
family, right? For many of us, family is super important. Kids are super important now. Our partners are really important to us. And if we want to spend more time in the gym, more time doing meal prep, more time being competitive towards a certain task or goal or, or competition, sometimes that pushes other things down the list on, on priorities. So I think it really comes down to your own values. And it, it sounds like if you have other prioritizing tasks, we need to respect that as well and say, hey, like I might not be able to commit full-time energy towards this task for this time because I also want to do these other things, which we, we do need respect as well. Of course, exactly. Um, yeah, can I just say something with that though? Um, the, at the start of the challenge, um, oh, sorry, my first one, you know, just you know, starting to be aware of all this nutrition and like, you know, weighing food and all that. You know, when you're not uh, used to it, you know, it does, it is very time consuming. And, you know, as you get better with it, food prepping and, you know, all that, it does, you do get quicker and you're getting better at it. And, you know, over the time, my family have witnessed all that. And, you know, they've been my biggest uh, supporters this whole way through. And they've witnessed me becoming healthier over time. Um, and, you know, as I got better, I wasn't as so pedantic, you know, like, three grams over or whatever <laughs> you know but they've seen me become you know eating junk and being just you know not so aware of my nutrition to cleaning it right up and just you know eating wholesome foods and healthier foods and also encouraging them to do so um and they have uh i think benefited a lot from it as well um yeah with um even you know taking them out for walks and getting them involved in all of it as well um, and that's, I think that's been huge, you know, for everyone <laughs> in my family. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, I, I love that you made an impact on your, on your family in a positive way, um, where some, some families re reject that change and others, you know, take it on, on board. And that's, that's really beautiful to hear, but look, talking about your family and even the idea of, of, of maybe challenges that you, you face, can you speak to us a little bit about, um, your experience with, with the challenge and, and some of the challenges that you may have faced to achieve this amazing result that you did? Um, listen, I think the exercise side of it all was a challenge. You know, I've always liked working out. I was just never as consistent, um, you know, so I'd always, you know, train for a few months and fall off. Um, so now I've sort of, I'm just on this bandwagon where I don't even want to get off. I'm enjoying it. And if I going train for a few days now, you know, I'm getting a bit, you know, <laughs> irritated and I need, to, I need to train. Um, so that hasn't been an issue, but the, the biggest, um, you know, uh, part for me, the issues were the hunger, <laughs> dealing with that. Like, and as we all know, when you're trying to diet down, it's just, you've got to deal with being hungry. That was the hardest part for me. Um, I've always been a big eater, you know, I love food and I've enjoyed, you know, nice food. My mum was always, you know, it was a really good cook and <laughs> with a lot of that Asian influence. Um, so, yeah, just dealing with the hunger side of it. And, um, you know, I suppose, I, you know, with my kids now, when they come home and, you know, they're like, oh, Dad, you know, they always, after school, you know, how kids are starving, they give them all the snack, but then, you know, if you ask, oh, we're hungry again. I was like, hey guys, look, this is something I've learned. Like, just hold out a little bit because dinner's going to taste so much better, you know. And, um, you know, little, little strategies, you know, that I've, you know, that I've learned from the challenge. Um, and these are things that I've learned to implement with myself. Um, and that's how I deal with it now, you know. So I'll have a, a light breakfast and then a light lunch. Then, you know, I won't sort of um, intermittent fast, you know, I've, I've got to eat something, but I'll just keep it light. And then let's say I bank our food uh, a lot more up for 
my uh, dinner. And then I've, I've got to go to bed with food in the tummy. Like, if I'm hungry, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, the hunger side of things is the worst. But, um, yeah, I can deal with it easier now. And, um, you know, I've listened to some of the other guys and other podcasts and, you know, they just say when you, like, especially guys who have gone on to, you know, uh, to compete on stage and that, you know, it's, yeah, dealing with hunger, you've got to just make it your friend, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and besides that, yeah, just finding time as well. Uh, and I think the family just used to it now. <laughs> you know, like I was, at, I was at the gym and then um, they just used to it. They, they used to me going out now for, you know, an hour, hour and a half coming home. And um, yeah, I think it just encourages them as well to you know be active. So, um, and yeah, so it's just, really dealing with hunger and time um, and being more efficient with time. And uh, that's what all these challenges have just taught me to be more efficient at. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I want to bring it back to uh, your um, backloading strategy of, of food where um, maybe you tried, you used the word banking where you maybe moved most of your food towards the evening um, or even dinner time um, so that you can help to for you to get to bed because if you're hungry when you're trying to go to sleep I, I, I've been there that sucks right all you're thinking about is his food and you want to go to bed uh, yeah um, yeah so you know we some people call it like a, a backloading strategy where you move most of your food towards the the end of the day is that something that you did um, on, on, on purpose maybe you read about it or, or um, you know coach through it or is that something that you just naturally did where you moved some of your food from breakfast or lunch having lighter meals because you found it worked better in, in the evening. Can you speak to us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so, I've, you know, as I've uh, read, you know, and researched um, about dieting and nutrition, and, you know, there's all different approaches. Um, and, you know, my workmate would do intermittent fasting and, you know, he'd put off till about one o'clock or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, you know, I'd be dying. I couldn't do that, you know, especially if I'm trained. So I've found, um, especially because, you know, I, I love my pre-workout. So before I train, you know, the pre-workout, and then you're still sort of caffeinated, and that takes a little bit of your appetite away. So I was like, okay, that, that works. You know, I can deal with, you know, I'll come home and just have a shake or a light meal, and I can deal with that, and then push, the, you know, say bank up the rest of the calories, and then for night. Um, that's just something that I found worked for me um, over time, you know, like, and there'd be a few times where I've slipped up and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm really hungry at lunch and I'll just have a big meal. And then I'd look at it and go, oh, no, <laughs> what have I done? You know, then I'll try and, um, you know, bring it all back together at dinner time and save it all. But then I'd, then I'd blow out and I'm like, oh, you know, and I'd feel really bad. So I'd go, okay, maybe try this. And then over time, you know, it's just little strategies I've sort of found work for myself. Um, you know, we know everyone's different. Um, and, you know, some people, you know, would prefer a bigger breakfast, you know, and a light lunch um, or reverse it around the other way. Um, but yeah, just over time. And it's another thing I've found with training as well. Like, you just got to do what works for you. You know, like, I've, you know, I remember looking back and you see someone doing a squat a certain way. And you think, oh, you can't do it like that. But then as you, you know, read more about training and learn more, everyone's different you know so you've got to find what really suits you 
Yeah, um, I think you really, really nailed it there. And, you know, just in contrast, I'm actually the complete opposite. I, I like to front load my food where I love breakfast, mid-morning snack, and then uh, lunch. And then I wouldn't eat anything all afternoon and usually have like a later dinner, right? So that's, that's what I prefer to do. And the point is that there's no right or wrong way. Um, just because one person does it a certain way, it's not like they're bad or wrong. Um, and I'm uh, openly inviting everybody to, to experiment with different things. You may find that you prefer front loading, you might prefer back loading, you might just prefer to have a standard breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But you may find that once you figure out what your preference is, it makes everything so much easier, which is the ultimate goal of it, which is finding what works for us. Of course, yeah. Tom, I'd like to speak a little bit about change here. So if you were to go back in a time machine to 2019 and you would put yourself on the, the thousand steps in Melbourne Southeast and, you know, you have Coach Steve in your ear trying to ask you questions about stuff and you're struggling to breathe up the, the, the side <laughs> of the hill. If you were to take yourself back then and compare yourself from then to, to now, can you give us a little bit of a super summary about how your life has changed over those years? Oh, it's chalk and cheese, Steve. <laughs> um, I remember sitting there before starting all of this, um, watching TV at night and my wife, you know, like I said earlier, you know, she was politely nudging me to <laughs> be a bit more aware of my nutrition. And then she goes to me, oh, listen, look at this. This is um, my fitness pals. So what's that? Because I snapped where you can um, track nutrition. And I almost got the phone and threw it at her. <laughs> like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, oh, you know, and you and as you, as you know now, Steve, like people don't want to be told, you know, like go to the gym or you need to do this and that. And it's kind of the worst thing to do, you know, like everyone's got to figure it out for themselves and decide themselves that they want to do it. Um, you know, and I think it took me that time when I was sort of bent over and I was trying to tie my um, shoes and my boots up in the morning, you know, and you got this big stomach in the way and you're just like, you, you know, you sort of, you start to hate yourself, you know, and it's, it can get, it gets depressing and you're like, wow, you know, it's, what do I need to do? <laughs> so, you know, going back there to now, like I've, I had no idea about nutrition, you know, food was food, you know, I'm hungry, I want to eat, you know, and I don't want to eat rabbit food and all this stuff. And to the point where now where I weigh food and I look at food and, you know, um, on the nutrition factors of it all. And, you know, just a different person. Um, I'm, you know, oh God, 20, 20 or five odd kilos lighter. I'm uh, way fit. I've never been this fit in my life. You know, at nearly 47 years of age, you know, I would run rings around the 20 year old me, you know. Um, I just wish I knew this, all this stuff earlier. You know, we'd, we always say that, don't we? Oh, I don't know that back then, you know. But if you knew it back then, you probably wouldn't have capitalized anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if I compare, like, I just, I'm so happy with myself now. Um, you know, even my family, um, you know, my eldest son is just, um, he won't say it, but I know he's so proud of me. Like, you know, oh, sorry, he has said it now and then. But, you know, he, I think he just walks around and he, I hold their head up high, like me just trying to, you know, um, just be more, um, just achieve more in life. And not only does it end in the gym and with your food prepping, it carries on with everything, like my work, um, my attitude towards a lot of other things, you know, being healthier, um, you know, you don't have to have a six pack and walk around ripped all day, but, you know, just being fitter, I get into the gym, moving, 
you know, you know, the endorphins and everything else that comes with it. It's huge. You know, it's the biggest impact it's ever had on my life and my family and all for the better. Um, the only, you know, um, uh, downfall for them is, all right, you know, dad's got to slip to the gym for an hour every day. <laughs> and I don't really think they'd miss. <laughs> now it's just normal. <laughs> they don't mind. <laughs> They're just sit, sitting around on their iPads anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but Steve, like, listen, the guy that you met at the Thousand Steps, uh, I, I never want to go back there again. And I... Uh, you know, you just, um, oh, you know, it's just the um, the whole picture of it all, you know, I've just become so much better and I've become the best, well, not the best yet because I don't want to say that because I don't want to stop trying to be a better me. Um, but if I compare myself to then, um, it's, it's, yeah, no comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Look, Tom, I want to finish on some advice. So someone came up to you and like, wow, Tom, you've gotten such an amazing result over the past couple of years. Uh, I want to start my own fitness journey. Or maybe they're about to start the challenge themselves. Um, what advice would you give that person? Um, listen, you know, to start the challenge, um, you, just, you just got to do it for a start. Like if you want to take that step, you know, look at look at what the challenge has done for so many people. You know, um, and for me firsthand. So you know, I would I could never knock it. And, and anyone that's wanting to get on a fitness journey or return to it, the challenge is such a great platform. You know, because it gets you just amongst a lot. You know, a lot of like-minded people. So, and you know, as we know now, you know, these group um, environments, you know, can help. You know help you sort of stick to something and listen you know anyone out there that you know just needs that little bit of a push you know it's it's the best thing you could ever do um and it's been a, you know it's the best thing ever for me so <laughs> that's all i can say <laughs> just go out and have a crack yeah i like it straight to the point you know that's it you just we we, we offer a platform we offer a strategy and if you adhere to it uh you can get some really great results um and for many that is the strategy to follow and for some it is the stepping stone in their fitness journey just like you've experienced tom where you've completed a range of challenges um with us over the years and probably seen many iterations of the challenge over the over the years since 2019 and it's probably worked as a little platform a stepping stone in your fitness journey and that has allowed you to go and you know maybe research some nutrition and trial some training programs and you know test different things what works for you what doesn't work for you and then now you're here where you are where you're almost at a point where you've almost outgrown the challenge and thinking about some some competitions yourself which is just awesome to 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 hear but look my friend let's wrap it up there for this this episode i'd like to thank you for donating some of your time to be part of the challenge podcast and I want to thank you and congratulate you on this amazing result that you completed in the July challenge, the first ever M challenge. And, you know, we're excited to see where you take your fitness journey in the future. Excellent, Steve. Um, so I want to say thank you once again. Um, thanks for having me. And uh, I want to give a huge shout out to the Max's uh, M team. Um, you guys have been great um, and have never, never shy of um, rewarding people for their hard work. So, uh, yeah, thanks again. And thanks for, you know, the prize pack. Oh, 
Jeez, when they turn up, I'm just over the moon <laughs> opening up all that stuff. It's it's amazing. Um, and yeah, my kids, uh, my family benefit all from it too. <laughs> my wife, you know, like I give her the hoodie. There you go, you know, thank you, <laughs> help me out. And yeah, everyone's happy. So thanks again, guys. Uh, thank you, Steve. Thank you uh, to Nicoletta as well. Um, and the and the bunch, uh, you know, the bunch, all you guys up there. So um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Or leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word. See you next time.